Hi guys and welcome back to Scottish and Scared. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Shannon. We're back. How are we? We were supposed to be up yesterday, but we've had very we've had a lot of things going on. Yes. Haven't we, Shan? Yes. I um, have just got a new tattoo after so many months and months and months. Of moaning. Moaning, talking about it. I think everybody in the family is absolutely sick to death. We and now it. it's finally begun. But now it's finally begun and I could not be any happier. If you guys are looking for good tattoos, specifically but not hangy to traditional, Del Boy is your man, right? At Electric Arts, Duke Street. He's awesome. His tattoos are awesome. So his banter's awesome. What more could you what more could you ask for on a tattoo? <laughs> I was really nervous today when I went in because I was like, Oh my god, what if it's really sore? But then, as soon as I started, I was like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. I was howling when you said that my hand is so spicy. <laughs> it was a spicy boy. Right it was it, spicy. Right, doing it, the CDB knobbly bit of your wrist, mm-hmm. that wee bony bit. Ouch. Oh, it was, it was a spicy boy. That's what I call it. You're a brave one. Sit for like five and a half hours. See, when a tattoo is painful, mm-hmm. I call it a spicy one. A spicy one. So I've only got three little ones. Mm-hmm. I'm the tattoo person in the family. There's yeah. always one. So, Shannon, what have you been doing up to spending your time? I went to the beach this morning. <laughs> Ellie Beach, down in Fife, with our cousins. Ellie Beach? Ellie Beach. That's kind of cute. Um, it's quite quiet. Wasn't that many people around, but it was good. And then we drove home about 12. And then I walked up to our Auntie Betty's and Uncle Tommy and got yourself. Yes, crying on the floor. <laughs> acting like a big baby and I poked the tattoo oh, I poked it gently catched it so this has been on my mind Shan it's been on my mind but TikTok <laughs> why on God's name did you have to make me download that app because you love watching me make them <laughs> <laughs> no but and what, I make you laugh you make them's fine right and I watch them and I think they're funny but then I'll sit literally for 40 minutes at a time, sometimes longer than that. Scrolling. I will lie in bed before I'm out to go to sleep and I'll just scroll, scroll. I know, it is addictive, it's like so addictive. And I'll go to the toilet and I'm in there for about four hours. <laughs> I'm a joke. I'm actually no joke. You just sit there, that is well good, but but then um, I can't video myself dancing because I can't, I can just kind of bring myself to do that. Yep. Why? Have you not done that? No, the actual dancing ones. Or right, like the... Dude. Oh, God. No. No, thanks. It's not even that. See, when I'm scrolling through TikTok, I'm not watching these TikToks thinking, oh, these are great. I'm literally in my mind saying, what is wrong with these people? <laughs> Some people are just like, what are you doing? Really bad. So, fame hungry. But that's it. That's the only thing that's happened. It's rained for like three days. And then it was hot today. It was really hot today. And now it's like 26 degrees. Because I got all my holiday clothes out of the suitcase. I shoved them on. Lorraine's going to go off on that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But hey ho. 26 degrees here is like, it's really, really, really hot. I don't know what that is in. I don't know that. I know that Americans do like. Family. Celsius. I don't know. I don't know. I, mean, I, I don't know. But um, at 23 degrees here is. Madness. Warm. It's usually like a steady ten. It's, uh, it's the fact that it's so dull as well, but like it's no 
Like the sun has been out, but then it's went to a cloudy, and it's still so so hot. It's humid here, which it never gets humid here. It's usually really really warm, and it's really really cold. It's never humid. Shit's about to go down. That's why it's never fucking humid, but it's humid, guys. It's humid. We're tired. We're sorry if it's low energy, uh-huh. but it is what it is. And I'm shattered today, like so so. I nearly fainted. <laughs> on the walk home Sharon is tired because she was at the beach so just get over it guys yeah. okay Tuesday's and then Monday is it Tuesday oh it's what I thought it was Wednesday what day is it today no it's Tuesday it's oh definitely Tuesday my <laughs> god I did check that though I'm losing days guys I'm losing days so today's episode we find ourselves back in the capital city of this great country. Oh. Edinburgh. Lovely. Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Whatever the hell you want to call Stop it. Stop it, I'm hungry. Yes, we find ourselves back in the beautiful city of Edinburgh. Where all the great historical things have taken place. <laughs> such as witch trials. Oh. Body snatchers. You know, the plague. Anything. All the good stuff. Without further ado. Here we go, guys. Oh. In the 19th century, Edinburgh was the magical forefront when it came to human anatomy. If you don't know, Edinburgh is the capital city of Scotland. Naturally, I think everybody does know that, but I would say it anyway. Naturally, this meant that there was an extremely high demand for cadavers to carry out further research. What's cadavers? So cadavers are like dead bodies. Oh. But they call them cadavers to make it sound more... Spooky. No, I mean like, oh, a cadaver. So you're not saying like a corpse. Okay. Because when you say corpse, it sounds like... Due to the need for cadavers, this then led to the increase of body snatchers. Mm. These were people who would dig up the graves of freshly dead people and sell the bodies off to surgeons for a reasonable fee. Many surgeons would look the other way to get ahead with their research, and in those times, it was not really frowned upon to dig up bodies, which is absolutely disgusting. That's sick, though. In the eyes of the law, a body was not seen as property, so therefore there was no wrongdoing when someone dug it up and took That's it. That's shocking. That's the most vile thing I've ever heard. Oh, I'd come back and haunt you bastards. Do you see, have you ever seen the graves? It's got like, the cages uh, on top. Yeah. Well, well, some of them are because people used to think that people would come back as vampires, but they're also because people to stop people from stealing the bodies, which, what the fuck? I'd, I like the vampire idea, but... Yeah, we'll just go with that one. Yeah. So the most famous body snatchers, well, here in Scotland anyway, were William Burke and William Hare, who, funnily enough, were not even really body snatchers. The pair never dug up graves for dead bodies. The fresher the body, the higher the price. And what's the best way to get a body fresh off the press? Murder. Eh. Sickle bastard. It involves murder. murder. (laughs) (laughs) There's been a murder, Tom. So before we get into this really disturbing... Tale, I would like to tell you a wee story about our Uncle Tom, <coughs> who's become what somewhat of a celebrity. And I'm telling you this because we still laugh about it to this day. We actually spoke about it today. <laughs> so when I was at school, we had to do a project on something from Scottish history. And my creepy ass chose Burke in here. My uncle shares a surname with one of these men. So naturally, I asked him if he knew anything about the story and where his family originally came from. <laughs> at this point, he's obviously clicked on that I was asking... If he was related to one of these men, and being the absolute wind up that he is, he told me that he was related to one of the body snatchers. <laughs> being the naive, weird little child that I was, I completely believed him, went to school, 
presented my project and told everyone in class that I was related to a body snatcher. <laughs> which went down an absolute treat. I know, for poor Tommy. He still laughs about it. I know. I don't think that's funny. You could have got him into trouble. Like, really into he trouble. He could have got me into trouble. Who's this weird child who has this weird fascination with digging up bodies? FYI, we are not related to him. No, we're not. He was winding me up. <laughs> so, both William Burke and William Hare came from Ireland. Burke was married and had two children. He came to Scotland to work in 1817 with the Navy on the Union Canal. While working there, he met his second wife, Helen McDougall. Oh. There is literally almost no information on Hare before he came over here to Scotland. When he came to Edinburgh, he didn't really have a fixed job and would do odd things here and there. He would then go on to meet his wife, a widow named Margaret Laird. Oh. At some point in the 1820s, both men bumped into one another and this is when their weird, twisted friendship began to blossom. Their first victim was Donald. Poor Donald. He was Donald an old army pensioner. <laughs> <laughs> he was an old army pensioner who was lodging at the house that was owned by Hare. In November 1827, he passed away of dropsy. Which What's nowadays that? is known as nedema. It's like a swelling of the soft tissue. Oh. I don't know where much else about it, but that's that's, that's what it is. That sounds horrible. At this time of death, he still owed hair a whopping four pounds in rent. Shocking. Mad me, rent was four quid. Which was the reasoning he used for what he did next. Not really knowing what to do with Donald's body, Hare asked his good friend Burke for advice. They both came to the conclusion that they should sell the body and split the profit. That's <clears> sick. Eh. That's bad. Imagine you came in and you were like, Steph. I've got a body. I've got a body in my house and I don't know what to do with it. Oh. Let's go get some G's, baby. Actually, I wouldn't even ask any questions. I'd just be like, right, this is what we do. A, B, and C, let's go. Go, go, go. That's go, go, go. So Mando. legally at this time in Scotland, there would have been no crime committed if they had sold Donald's body. But they decided they had to make it look like they had buried them. Mm-hmm. The town carpenter brought over a coffin to the house, which they placed Donald inside and nailed shut. Once the carpenter had left, they pried the coffin back open and took Donald's body out, shoving it under the bed to hide it. Now, what? Does that not just seem like the biggest waste of fucking time that you've ever... Why nail it shut to unnail it? Because I think they were trying to... Oh, look, carpenter, we're burying him. So nobody would ask any question. But what? I don't... So if you've ever heard this story or you've heard of Body Snatchers in Edinburgh, you're probably familiar with the name Dr. Robert Knox. Mm-hmm. This is the doctor that Burke and Hare would kind of get into bed with and get into business with. They took poor Donald's body to the office of Dr. Knox and they were paid £7.10. Shillings for a body? For a body. But then back in the Think day, that that's, that's a lot. Money. Hare took a bigger cut due to the whole rent issue and gave Burke the rest. So there's a lot of speculation and like conflicting information on the timeline of the rest of the murders. This was due to conflicting testimonies given by the pair once they were caught. Right. So I'm just going to go through them in the order that they appeared when I was... Finding them. Looking through this stuff. hmm So as far as I can tell, the second victim was a man called Joseph. He was also lodging at the home where Donald had croaked it. It's said that he was sick at the time of his murder. He had an extremely high fever and was suffering from delusions and all that good stuff that comes along with illness. Mm-hmm. As we know, in the days, if you were ill or sick, you were... Really sick. You were basically just waiting to die. Aye. So, in Burke and Hare's minds, they were doing this man a service by killing him. 
That's how they justify to themselves. God then gets murder. They filled Joseph with whiskey and then one of them put a pillow over his head and the other lay on top of his body to stop him from struggling. The way in which they killed Joseph was actually later known as burking. It was the best way to kill somebody if you didn't want to leave any marks or leave any injuries on the body. So it's called burking. That's what it's called. Right. Wait to be telling Uncle Tommy that one. Mm-hmm. The third victim doesn't actually have a name that I could find, which is sad. Again, they were staying at the murder house. Oh, that's what I'm just going to call it, guys. The murder, murder house. house. Where Aye. The murder, that's the murder house, right? So he was living in the murder house that was owned by Hare. Mm-hmm. He soon became ill with jaundice and was then killed in the exact same way. Burked, he was burked off and sold to the doctor. For seven quid. Probably. Abigail Simpson was the fourth. She was killed in February 1828. She was a pensioner and would travel up to Edinburgh to sell salt. Uh, I know. Don't, my so heart. Sad. You can just imagine this wee woman walking up the Royal Mile where we had a salt. <laughs> I don't agree, I'm actually going to agree. <laughs> I can't. She was lured to the murder house and killed in the same fashion, sold off to Dr Knox. In April 1828, Burke met Janet Brown and Mary Peterson. Peterson, Pat, whatever. Unlike the other victims, these women were actually from Edinburgh and were very well known oh. because they were ladies of the night. Ooh. Burke invited them back to his brother's home. To join him for breakfast, which is a fucking weird thing to offer someone. Hi, do you want to come back to my house for breakfast? Um, no. No, thank you. Imagine somebody invited you back for breakfast. I know, that's weird. It's not like a lunch or something. But you would even offer somebody to come back for lunch. Would you like to come to mine for a spot of lunch? No. (laughs) No. I would even like to go to somebody's for dinner. No. Stay away. Dessert? Mm. You can have me there. (laughs) Buck's wife turned up and was obviously a bit pissed off that Mm -hmm. her man was being joined by two prostitutes at breakfast. They got into an argument, which Janet Brown thought was a wee bit awkward, and she left. Some time later, she came back to find her friend Mary... I've got Mary Patterson. Is it Patterson or is it Peterson? I'm just going to say Patterson. But she was nowhere to be found. Of course, she had been burnt just like the others, and she was sent off to Dr Knox. So as I said, both Janet Brown and Mary Patterson-Peterson were well known in the area due to their profession. So when some of the surgeon's assistants who were working on Mary's body recognised her, and they started obviously becoming suspicious. They are like, uh-huh. mm, we know her. That's a bit weird, how they knew her. Mm. Uh-huh. One of the assistants claimed that her real name was not Mary Patterson-Peterson. <laughs> Sorry, it Mary. was Mary Mitchell. When they took a closer look at her body and did some investigating, they seen that Mary was not sick and there were no obvious signs that she had been buried in the first place. So obviously they're under the impression that they're getting these bodies by digging up graves. So like, she's not got anything dark under no, her nothing. Or nothing. They questioned Burke as to where he had gotten Mary's body from and he told them that he had been given the body from an old lady. Apparently this was enough to convince them of no foul play and they left it at that. What? Oh, where did you get this body? Oh, an old lady gave me it. Oh, right, makes sense. That's fine. Just continue with your What? What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting doing this in my eyes. Aye. Another victim who was recognised by the assistants was a boy known as Daft Jamie. 
at the time there was word going around that Jamie was missing so people were looking for this victim so people knew him they were looking for him Aye. so there was like a lot of talk Mm-hmm. Rumour has it that Dr Knox knew who the boy was when he got him on his operating table but instead of alerting the authorities he dissected him as soon as possible removed his head and legs to avoid identification so clearly this doctor does not give a flying fuck about where these bodies are coming from which in my eyes just makes him complicit Aye. because why is he doing that? that's horrible poor wee Jamie daft Jamie wee daft Jamie it's a sin the last known victim was Margaret Doherty, who was an elderly Irish woman and was murdered on Halloween. Oh. This time, Margaret was living in the same building as Burke and his wife, oh. and this was owned by Burke's cousin, John Brogan. She was murdered in the usual fashion, and they had her body under a pile of hay. The only issue with this was that she was not the only one living in the building. There was another family called the Greys, and they were sent to stay at Hare's house for the night so that Hare could come over to Burke's and help kill this poor old lady. And when the Greys returned the next day, they found Margaret's body under the pile of hay. And thankfully, phoned the police! Thank fuck. When the police came to the home to investigate, the body was gone. Ooh. Oh, she's gone. She got up and walked it. Here. You never know in these days. I know. It had been taken to the surgeon's square, but they did find Margaret's bloody clothes still under the bed, so that was enough for them to say, right, something's happened here. Bloody? Let's so go. what else did they do? Oh, I didn't even think of that. If they buck her. She never got bucked. Oh, that's a good, you know what, Shannon, you've just, I'm going to write that down and find out. That's oh. A good, that's a good observation right there. And that's me that's actual shattered and all. Why would she be bleeding? I know. If she's been suffocated? Unless she... But did they say she's suffocated, though? Oh, no, it said that she was burped, that she was just killed. That's how they kill all their victims. They just... Mm. Mm. We need to check that one. We'll check that one out and we'll update you in the next episode. She's, they've done something bad worse to her. Very she good observation, it. Shannon. Love it. I like it. I want a blue Peter Bridge now, thanks. <laughs> a blue Peter Bridge. <laughs> the police then went to Surgeon Square, where Dr Knox was practising, and took James Grey with them. He was able to identify Margaret's body and told them that this was the woman that Burke and Hare had murdered. So Burke, Hare and his wife were all arrested and at the time were only being charged for the murder of Margaret. But it was soon revealed that she was not the only victim. Rumours started to spread around Edinburgh and any missing person at the time was suspected of being bucked by these guys. So you can imagine how many people were missing? I know. Just because of g- generic Just one the so these guys are getting, like, there must have been hundreds. Aye. As we know, murder is hard to prove without a body. And in these cases, the bodies had already been disposed of by Dr Knox. Knowing this, the police were willing to offer a deal, which offered full immunity for a detailed account of the murders and all of the victims. Hare was offered the deal first, and obviously he took it, because who's not, who is not going to take that? Uh-huh. But he was unable to testify against his wife due to spousal privilege, so she then had to be let off as well. So they two just, like, got off. That's shit. Because he, testif- he was got to testify against Burke. So he just, like, threw his guy under the bus and was like, nah. I'm out. Fuck that. I would do it as well. <laughs> oh, no. No comment. If I'm up for hanging, I'm, I it was her. So in these Snitch. Times, Snitches get stitches in his neck and he would stiff. So you would rather I just hung? Hmm? 
I'm talking about in these times, no nowadays. Come mm. on. <laughs> if it was you, I'd be like, oh no, we did it together. But if it was a random that I didn't know, I'd be like, aye, a random, I'd be like, off him. I'd be like, he's done it all himself. Off your pal, you wouldn't do that. It's shit. So in these times, the main form of punishment for these types of crimes was the gallows, as I just said, hanging. Oh. Burke knew this was probably how he would meet his end, so he too decided to give an account of what actually happened. So they both gave testimonies, but it didn't matter because Burke was, he was going to get hanged, done in anyway. Good but, riddance. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, Dr. Knox is guilty in all of this. To a certain Aye, how did he not get in? See? Mm-hmm. He was a very well-educated doctor and he would have seen all the red flags with these bodies. He just chose to turn a blind eye to it to further his own research. He claimed that he was under the impression Burke and Hare would keep an eye out for elderly or sick people on their way out and buy the bodies of any recently deceased before any family or friends could organise a funeral, which is complete bullshit. I know why would they back give their family members away? He knew exactly where they were coming from and he knew exactly how they were getting it. He just wanted to get further in his research and be... And get his shillings. Get his shillings. But the guy is completely guilty here. Shocking. The man leading the investigation into Dr Knox's involvement in these kinds was quoted as saying, his opinion is that the doctor's role was immoral and reprehensible, but it wasn't against the law. So he was not pursued and there were no charges brought against him for these crimes. That's madness. So he got off scot-free. So did the other guy and his wife. And Buck got hung. And Buck's just like, cool. We're just, I'll just, um, I'll just, I'll just hang. When this went to trial, they were only accused of three of the murders. These were of Mary Patterson, Daft Jamie and Margaret Doherty, as these were the only cases they had evidence for. All three murders were tried separately and the jury took only one hour to deliberate. They found Buck guilty. His punishment was death and public dissection. What? So but that's kind of like karma because hung down and quartered basically. Aye, uh, how weird. Like, that's what. How did that happen to a Scottish guy? William Wallace. Shannon. Yes, Billy Wallace. A Scottish guy, William Wallace. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 that's just fucking weird to me, came it? Like, see, in these times, right? It would be like a you know how like we go then day drink. Mm-hmm. These guys go to watch people get hung and dissected. That's their day drink. Oh, no. That's insane. I'll sit to the pub, thanks. What about that? Thinking about that? I know. See, I if that was to happen that. nowadays, you'd be branded a psychopath. Aye, literally. That's fucking weird. Cult. He was hanged in Edinburgh on the 28th of January, 1829, oh. in front of a massive crowd, and his body was then dissected in front of them as well. Just, that's a wee bit... That's creepy. That's fried. I don't like that. No. His skeleton was preserved and is now on display at the Anatomical Museum of Edinburgh. So you can actually see it. Oh. So we we'll won't see that. that. Yep. We might do that in October. Yep. It's not clear what happened to her and his wife after the trial. There are stories they headed south, but it's it's not really clear. There's like stories saying that he went and he, he fell into a pit of lime and he's blinded and there's like other stories saying... A pit of lime? Aye. There's another story saying this happened to him and it's like, so I don't know. I'm just going to leave it. I I don't know what happened to them. (laughs) But if anyone does know. Yes, if anyone does know. Let us know. Let us know. But that's the story of Birkenham. The famous body snatchers of Edinburgh. Mm Mm-hmm. That's, I've, 
I feel like I've learned about the D. Did you not know about back in here? No. I knew about it because... But Tommy used to always talk to you, Mary, about it when you were... I know, I'm the creepy kid. I'm the creepy kid. But, you know, there was a film out. I don't remember. When? It had Simon Pegg in it. Right. Some, that guy that plays Gollum in Lord of the Rings. Oh, the I'm aye. They were in it and they played back in here and it was in the cinema and I went to see it with a girl from my school and that's how I knew about it. I might go see, what, him watch that. Yeah, watch it. It's maybe a comedy though. What will it be on? Though? I don't know. Wouldn't it be on Netflix Amazon. or that, would it? Try... Have you got Amazon? No. It might be on Netflix. You could try Netflix. I've not seen that. But it's maybe a comedy. It's not meant to be like... Well, it's educational, obviously, but it's dr- it's dramatised because Aye. it's a, it's a film. A film. But that's a wee sin. But we need to find out about that woman. How she was murdered. Yes. She wasn't but. Wow. I'm going out there for you, hen. What was her name, Margaret? Ma- wee Margaret, aye. Wee Maggie, I'm, I'm, I'm... Margaret Doherty. Don't worry, wee doc. Poor wee woman. That's it. I think it's weird that there was times when you could go into a graveyard and dig up a body. And not move on about it. And you could take it to someone and give you money for it. 720 shillings. Sorry, I'm pure yawning, guys. <laughs> no, but I mean... That's mad. Can you imagine going into a graveyard and digging up the body? No. Imagine the kind of person it takes mm. to do that. I couldn't. But saying that, it would have to be fresh. It would have to be fresh, you can't. They don't want dirt in your body. No, but you, if it's been lying. If they just want a fresh, straight one. It's been straight dad. Right? They straight don't want a big, horrible decomposing. Oh, skin falling off your face, not. <laughs> Maggots coming out his nose. That's absolutely disgusting. <laughs> no, that is. That's absolutely disgusting. I know. I've got a thing about deep bodies, I like it. Really don't like it. I don't think anybody likes their bodies. But like even when you go to like see family members Aye. when it's funerals, it's absolutely it's disgusting. horrible. I'm sorry, I don't want to see that. Like when your grandpa passed away, Aye. he um the guys never did their job right at the hospital, so his jaw had to be sewed sewed shut. And when we went to see him, sorry grandpa. It just did not like He looked like the Joker. Aye. It was terrifying. <laughs> That is horrible. It's shit. But is that all your is that all the thoughts that you have for that? Yeah. That's it, guys. I want to find out about Margaret. Margaret Doha. I'm gonna go home and look at her. Wee Maggie Doha. I'll try and find something new day. And we'll see. You did you investigate it. What happened? So if you have any stories related to this episode <laughs> please send them on to us at scottishandscared at gmail dot com. Or, if you have any stories relating to anything spooky, scary and paranormal, please send that to us as well. We love to read. You can go follow us on Instagram at Scottish and Scared Pod, where we put photos up of some of the things that we talk about in the episode. Give us a follow. We really appreciate it, guys. And if you could rate us on whatever you're listening to us on, that would be greatly appreciated as well. Yep. And we want to know what you all think too. Yeah. To see if we need but to do if better. You're be, if you're going to be mean. Fuck off. Just fuck you. Just, just right <laughs> after that. No, I'm not here for it, sis. See ya. But that's it, guys. Stay weird. Stay scared. Keep the heat. Bye, guys. Bye.